What is the heaviest weight that you would ever carry in your life? Might not be what you think. We're going to be talking about grudges this week on Relaxed Mail episode number Hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mel. So this week we're talking about grudges and why they are not good for you and how do you actually get rid of one? If you're walking, been walking around with this big old chip on your shoulder and just, you know, it's you're just getting really tired of all this immense weight that holding a grudge actually causes you you're going to want to find out you want to listen today as we uh as we dive into that main topic but before i start i want to say thank you guys for all all you who are coming in listening having a uh, uh, gaining some great insight and great information from each of the episodes our, our numbers are growing up a, a little bit more every each and every week, and I think it's amazing and it's awesome, and I appreciate every single one of you who are listening and taking the time to download, put it onto your onto your show or onto your your podcatcher of choice, and and listening. If you uh, if this is your first time, hey man, appreciate you, appreciate the the try. Hopefully, I can provide some great uh, insight and wisdom for you so that you can actually be able to overcome. Maybe you're holding, holding a grudge against somebody and you want to figure out how do I let this go? How do I repair that whole, uh, that whole situation? And the answers may not be to exactly to what you're wanting to know, but these are things that, uh, that I have found to be, be uh, incredibly truthful and, and helpful. Now, each uh, for the past couple of weeks, I've been talking about uh, an event that is coming up in August, from the August fifth through the eighth. And if you are a veteran of of any of the branches of the military, would like to welcome you over to the the Bird Adventure Center over in uh, the Ozarks in Arkansas. They are there's a uh, a organization called Operation Tears of the Twenty Two, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to help veterans realize that you can actually stop you can slow down you can give your mind a little bit of a reset a chance to just kind of relax uh, from all the all that's happened to you all that you're going through all that's uh all the uh the weight of the world that is weighing on your shoulders and help they're wanting to get this, uh veterans together just so they can relax this is going to be a great event that's coming that's going to be coming up uh, there's not, not just are the, is there going to be, uh, food trucks? Oh, there's going to be plenty for you to eat, but there's also going to be live music there. We're also going to be doing, uh, Jeep, uh, uh, Jeep tours and uh, along the, the different Jeep trails. And from what I understand, some of these Jeep trails are pretty hair raising. So if you're up for an exciting time, you can take one of those. It's just a beautiful area from what I have seen, uh, from, from pictures and stuff. I've not ever been there. This is going to be my first time here. And this is the first time, uh, Rich and Matt have put this, uh, this, this, uh, this event together. And Matt, the, uh, 
the this whole tier, Operation Tears of the Twenty Two and uh, Off the Hardball, both of these items are just brainchilds uh, of Matt and how he realizes that every time they go out to uh, Bird Adventure Center and they spend three, four days out there, they come back just completely refreshed, completely relaxed. They see the world through a different set of eyes, and it just helps them to get themselves centered and back in, back in line with who they actually are. And that's what, so sadly, so many of our, our veterans come back, and they just can't seem to find their, their center. They can't seem to get grounded just the right way. And that's what this, uh, what they're wanting to attempt to do. So if you're interested in, in coming, joining up, there is a, uh, a link on in the show notes that will take you over to their Facebook page and you can actually let them know that you're interested or whether you're, or that you're going to this. Again, it's August, uh, 5th through the 8th and it's, uh, over at the Bird Adventure Center in Arkansas. Uh, look it up. I think you'll like how, uh, like it. I'm going to be out there enjoying. I'm going to be speaking there. Uh, one night, I believe they've decided it's going to be on a Friday night. And so it, uh, it's kind of interesting and exciting and a little scary for me because this will be the first time I've actually spoken in front of, you know, somebody more than just my family. So, yeah, you want to watch me, uh, watch me stumble and, and, and gaff all over myself. Hey, come, come watch the, <laughs> watch the entertainment because it'll be, it'll be a little different. So come by, sign up, guys, and I look forward to seeing you there on uh, August 5th through the 8th, all right? Now, every week on the show, I like to do a question of the week. Question of the week can be pretty much anything that uh, that you're facing. If you're having a problem, having a, uh, you have a question about uh, masculinity, being a man, uh, issues that you're facing, uh, how do you take on, take on a, uh, um, a new divorce? How do you survive a divorce? You know, things, anything, uh, anything that comes to your head that you're thinking, how am I supposed to do this? Where, where do I go on this? You can give me, uh, give a question and I would be happy to be able to, uh, to answer that. To be able to ask me a question, you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact. There is a form, fill that out and I will, I will answer it on air. Or you can actually just shoot me an email at Brian with a Y at relaxedmail.com. And if for whatever reason I don't have any, uh, any emails come in, which happens from time to time, I usually will jump over to Cora and I'll, uh, answer a question over there that I think it would be fitting for you guys. Now that's what's happened this week. We've got, uh, got a, a question from Cora, but our question of the week before I jump into it, Brought to you by the Brotherhood of Men. This is a men's group that I've put together. This men's group is designed to, for men who are wanting to make that next step. They've realized they're not where they want to be. They want to be in a different state of mind. They want to be in a different uh, economic status. They want to, they see that something's not right and they want to improve that. Well, uh, the Brotherhood of Men is that group that will help you to become the person that you're, you see yourself and wanting yourself to become. And you just aren't quite sure how you're supposed to get there. It's not that it makes life easier. It doesn't make uh, the, the journey easier, but it does give you the tips and the tricks and the insights on how to actually navigate that challenging area of transitioning from where you are 
where you want to be. If you're interested in actually joining up with the Brotherhood of Men or get some more information, you go to relaxedmail.com forward slash brotherhood. There's also a link to it in the show notes also. You can find the show notes either through uh, your podcatcher if they show the show notes. If not, you can go to relaxedmail.com forward slash zero seven five and there you will it'll pull you uh, pull everything right up for you. So the question of the week this week, uh, like I said, is Cora. And the question is, how do I simplify life and be happy? Sounds like a good question, right? Yeah. I'm, how do I become happier? You know, we've, a lot of us, we work hard. We acquire stuff. We have, you know, uh, gear acquisition syndrome, otherwise known as gas. We uh, get a house, buy a house. We fill all the rooms of, uh, in the house. Up and so, what do we do? We turn around and we buy a bigger house to put more stuff into that bigger house, and and we realize eventually that having all this stuff around us really isn't doing anything. It's not serving us. It's not making us happy. And that's because you know, if you've listened to this show before at all, you know that nothing is going to make you happy. Buying a new, getting a new puppy is not going to make you happy. Um, going through getting a new tattoo is not going to make you happy. Uh, getting, you know, going through losing a bunch of weight is not going to make you happy. It'll make you healthier, but it's not going to make you happier. A lot of the things that we do, we do out of, because we believe this is what's going to make me happy. I'll be happy whenever I lose 50 pounds. No, it's not going to cause you to be happier. It's going to cause you to realize that you are now lower in 50 pounds and still unhappy. Because people who are, you know, at their ideal weight, they still have problems in life that they are always fighting with. So how do you get happy? How do you find that life? Uh, how do you make, uh, make life to a, a happier occurrence? And that's where the answer is not really the best, uh, <laughs> uh, best answer you're going to hear, but it is the most correct answer. And that is you've got to accept the fact that life is 50 50. 50% pleasure, 50% pain. You're going to have high times. You're going to have wonderful times. You're going to find a beautiful woman someday and she's going to marry you and you're going to have, you know, incredible passionate sex and you're going to have kids and those kids are going to come along and they're going to bring, they're going to, they're going to bring you reason to have, find joy in your life. But also through all that, for just as many days that you have these high elations, these joyous moments, you're also going to have times of where the boss is just riding your butt every day in and day out because, you know, this has got to get done. You're, you're having to miss, you know, your son's baseball game. You're having to, you're coming in late for a birthday party. You're, you know, your grandmother's going to die. Your mom's going to die. Your dad's going to die. Relatives are going to die. Best friends are going to die. You know, there's all these things that are going to happen. And so you're not going to have a hundred percent good, good times and hundred or hundred percent bad times. You're going to have just as many high times and just as many low times within a single hour. You may be driving along, you may be singing along to your, you know, your singing, you know, your favorite ministry song, if you know ministry, um, which is, I don't know why that's the first <laughs> band that come to mind, but okay. So maybe you're, maybe you're a ministry fan, but, um, you may be having, feeling good and having that, uh, having a great time with that, uh, 
listening to to uh every day is Halloween and all of a sudden someone's going to pull out in front of you and you're going to slam on your brakes almost nearly hitting them and be all of a sudden go from high to a low and, rawr, and you're mean and mad and, and and all this life is 50-50 the moment you're able to accept that you're halfway to having a good life because you're going to accept the fact that yeah I am well shoot good example yesterday cat completely pedoed uh to buy my my son's dog because I was fixing to take him out for a walk and I put on a, one of our one of our better uh uh harnesses to for him so I didn't have to choke him you know as he tried walking around put on a harness went to go to use the bathroom said something to my wife and turned around and he had already chewed the harness off I mean, this was a, you know, a $25, $30 harness. It wasn't, it wasn't a little cheap, flimsy thing. It was a good, nice padded one, solid. And yeah, all of a sudden, poof, voila, it was not good. And he had already has started working halfway through the leash. And so just was, you no, know, oh, oh my gosh, this dog cannot stop chewing on stuff. And I mean, he's, he's, Four, five, well, see, got him. He's about a month and a half when we got him, uh, which was in December. So November, December, January, February, March, April. So he's almost six months old. He's still prime center stage puppy face. All right. So you can, I can be just, you know, uh, but by the time we, I, Got another one of our harnesses, harnesses I have, and it's a little smaller, flimsier one and got that one put on and went ahead and went out and took him for a walk. And granted, it was, uh, more, I think it was just as therapeutic to me as it was for him because I knew he was, had way too much energy built up. He is needing to get out and needing to get some of this energy burnt off. And that's what we, what we did. And I'm actually, as soon as I get it finished there, I'm fixing to go take him for another little four mile jaunt. Life has these moments and how you handle those moments depends on how you're going to handle life. If you are always just focusing in on those negative issues, you're going to miss those positive ones. And if you're always looking at those positive ones, you're missing out on the life experience and the glory of what our emotions are, because our emotions are the color of our memories. Yeah, we may remember grandma's, uh, coming home, uh, or going over to grandma's, been out playing in the creek all day, coming up and smelling that grandma had built, uh, baked a, an apple pie and was cooking supper or the moment, or even better one, the one that always r- rings in my head is waking up, uh, in the bedroom and barely because they have a door between the living room and the, uh, and the kitchen because it's an old, old house. And you barely hear the bacon and sizzle and stuff. But as you woke up, you started smelling the bacon and, you know, you get up and you get, uh, take your jammers off and you throw your, throw your day clothes on and you head in there. And as soon as you open the door, oh, that heavenly smell of bacon and eggs and toast and butter and all the other good deliciousness that is, that's being, being cooked and is ready for you to, to, to chew on is is there now you remember that but what really lights up that memory is the memory it is the sensations of smell the sensations of hearing and the emotions that you feel 
you know how things, you know how bacon's supposed to smell. You, and that all helps, man. But you really get the full color when you actually take the time to color in way you feel when you walk, when you woke up and you felt loved, you felt happy, you felt, you know, content, you felt all these wonderful feelings that actually colors in your memory. And that's the same, even with the, with the bad things. Remember when my dad died and how that was such a grieving process and we all grieve and we, it would, it's right that we grieve because if you were to be happy all the time, it would, you would be very much out of place if you were to go and to a funeral and just be, you know, grinning like a loon that would, you would be out of place. You want to feel sad for that. You want to feel sad in the, where it is properly proper and, and accepted. So as you go through and you're, you're, if you've had a parent who has died, you know, you're not going to be, smiling and happy about that and if you do people are going to wonder you know what's going on here why did he why is he so glad that his dad died your your life is that 50% pleasure and 50% pain and if you take the time to actually experience those emotions you see that even the bad ones even those times when you're feeling really uh you know uncomfortable in your own skin your those emotions are actually quite wonderful. You can choose to how you want to look at that emotion. Take, you know, anxiety for one. I always, uh, you can always look at anxiety in two different ways. You're standing on, uh, getting ready to, uh, get seated into a brand new roller coaster, it's supposed to be the highest, tallest, fastest, steepest, you know, all, everything that they sell, try to sell that's going to scare the ever living Jesus out of you. You know, you get seated. You maybe you're one of those who believes sitting in the back is the best, or you may be one of those who wants to be able to see where everything's coming at. Either way, you know, you get yourself seated. And as you're waiting for other people to to get in and wait for the other car to, to finally come back home, you're sitting there and you've got that anxiety. Well, is it really anxiety? Is it anxiety or could it possibly also be called exhilaration? You're exhilarated. It's all right. This is fixing to happen. We're fixing to go up, you know, 400 feet up in the air and we're going to do a, a, do a, a, a 180 degree drop and we're going to drop for free fall for five seconds. And then we're going to hit the bottom and, you know, we're going to do a five loop the loops and a couple of inversions and rollovers and everything else. And they're going to twist us into, into knots. And we've got all these other thoughts and, and, you know, all the, what's going to happen is the car going to fly off on the that first sharp turn or, you know, you don't know. And so there's that anxiety or exhilaration. So you can choose which perspective you want to have that negative emotion because both are anxiety. Exhilaration is just a type of anxiety. It's just looked through, looked at through a, through a positive light, while anxiety is looked at through a, through a negative light and through a negative prism. Now you can, once you understand that life is 50 50, you can start to mitigate your emotional being by just understanding that uh what causes your emotions now your emotions are created from a circumstance now not by the circumstance they're not made 
from a circumstance, but the chain to your emotion starts at a circumstance. And a circumstance is a fact. If you're looking at somebody and say, uh, say, uh, you're in school and Mrs. Johnson is, is, is being mean to you. Well, no, that's not, that's not a, not a circumstance. Circumstance is hard set fact. Hard set fact is the teacher was, um, Mrs. Johnson yelled at you after you failed to turn in your, your homework. That is the very def- definition of a fact. There's no opinion mixed in there. That once you throw an opinion into it, that becomes a thought. But anyhow, your emotion or your, your circumstance, that fact creates a thought. So you have, she yelled at you, Mrs. Johnson yelled at you because you didn't turn your homework in. That means that the thought becomes, oh, she is mad at me and she's being mean. Depending on what thoughts you have, you may also have, well, she's, and she's rightfully mad at me. Well, you don't even know she's actually mad at you. She may be mad, but it may not be completely at you. It may be that she, you know, she just found out her husband's cheating on her and she had to go to right before she went to work. So she's angry, but it's not at you. It's not directed at you. So as you know, so you have that thought and that thought creates the emotion. So if you think that she is, uh, she's being mean to you or, or that she's angry at you, then you're going to have the emotion that uh, corresponds with her being angry at you. And then that thought, that emotion is going to create your, um, your action, which then is going to correspond with your result. So it may be that she's, you think she's angry at you, so you have the, a sensation of of being anxious. We'll stick with anxiety. You're 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 anxiety ridden now because that because you're anxious, you can't uh, you you can't speak clearly. So you may start you know just kind of mumbling, and the mumbling is going to create the fact that you're that she's now getting more frustrated with you because you're not talking coherently. It's all you're doing. She can't understand you. You can't understand what you're saying. So she's getting more frustrated. Or you could actually take that and she's angry at you and you accept, you know, you look at the, uh, accept the fact that uh, your thought is, well, it's because I didn't turn in my homework. Your action then could be, it could be, to to apologize, I didn't do my homework. I completely just l- forgot about it. I left it here. Do you mind if I yeah, stay in after school and get it done for you and maybe get seventy five percent of the grade? And she may say she may accept it. She may not. But that's completely up to her. You can't control what her actions and her emotions are. Controlling other people is is not possible. But because you have cha- taken the the chance to to look at what the emotion is, you're able to change what they, what the outcome becomes. So you can, you're not going to always be happy. You're not always going to be sad, but you can choose to, uh, on which prism and what perspective you want to choose, want to have that circumstance come out as. So yeah, you may be sad, but you can take that as a, as a mo- moment to be, 
I want to learn more about my dad. So you start talking to everybody and start gathering stories about what, uh, who your dad was and may come across some great ones. Like, I mean, I remember hearing one about my dad and, um, and his, uh, best friend and cousin Spencer. Uh, one day they were about maybe about five years old and used to go to, to Amarillo. And back then, back in the, uh, uh, forties and fifties, you could, you know, you could park the car, leave the kids in the car, the car, the kids would stay out in the car and you, they would go shopping for a couple of hours and come back. And they were talking about how Spencer was talking about how they were, had sat there in the car and mom and and Spencer's mom were out shopping and it got a little bit longer and a little bit longer and a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And eventually they were like, I've got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I do too. And so what they do, they rolled down the windows, stood up out the window whipped down their, their pants and started peeing on, uh, peeing outside the car. And about that time, here comes Ma and Spencer's mom walking down the street and they walked right past them <laughs> like they weren't even there. And so it's just stories like that. Tell, I heard Spencer talk about how, uh, dad had gone off and, uh, him and dad had gone off and tore apart, uh, one of granddad's, uh, lawnmowers to see how in the world it worked. Uh, they also, and got to, got around to where they put uh, airplane fuel into his go kart, and boy, that thing ran like no one's business till it burnt the engine up. You know, you hear all these wonderful stories, and these are that's how people keep other people alive in their memory is by sharing these stories. So you can look at life and look at something as sad as as a funeral, and get or be able to garner positive aspects out of it while still feeling in that, you know, in that emotional low. So how do you make yourself happy? Well, you accept the fact that your life is going to be be highs and lows. You take the mental attitude of, okay, well, this is just, this isn't the fun part, but I don't have to sit here. I don't have to stay in this mental zone. I can Allow that emotion to live its life. In all reality, emotions typically last no longer than about 90 seconds. Why do they feel like they go on, they last longer? Well, that's because you keep having the same thought over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. So it dies off and you have the thought again. So it sparks it back up and then it dies off and it sparks it back up and then it dies off. So you can just 90 seconds, boom, voila, you can have that bump of joy and it fail and it fades away and you can go on to other things. And so you can experience that emotion, let that emotion go run its course and you're done and with it. So you can, but to be able to do that, you have to be able to start paying attention to what your, what your thoughts are, what your, what, what is it that you're actually thinking right now? What thought are are you having that is causing this negative emotion, this, this series uh, of sad thoughts? Well, I'm missing my dad. Okay. Well, it's understood. Accept that you're missing your dad and allow yourself to miss your dad. And then you are able to then start carrying on. So, all right. Now let's jump on over to the main topic. Main topic is the heaviest package that you will ever carry. Now, this heaviest package is something that a lot of us have trouble with. Somewhere along the way, either, you know, families have fallen apart because of this heavy package. This heavy package is known as a grudge. You can, we often feel like we've been slighted by somebody. We have been taken advantage by somebody or some, something's gone, happened, gone wrong, gone haywire, whatever. And we put all of our, 
emotional anger into that one event, and we blame one person for that particular event. And because of that, we always start uh, letting that grudge live in our, in our life, live in our mind, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It can be all-consuming. This thing can just eat you up alive. And so many people will make life important life decisions based on a grudge. Well, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Well, fine. If you're not going to do that, you're not going to do that. But the reason why, Oh, well, that's because so-and-so worked at that place before. And I'm not going to go to some place that works that employs them. You know, okay. Well, that's all right. Is that person even still working there? Oh no, no. They died two years ago. And so you're still holding this grudge where you might have been able to save, you know, hundreds of dollars. You're holding on to this grudge because of somebody who's not even on this earth anymore is, is worked at this, at this particular store. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that is a lot of, a lot of, of, of energy being wasted just because of some, somebody somewhere down the road who's probably not even thinking of you. Slighted, gave you the impression that you were slighted in some way, form, fashion, or another. And I've always found it real interesting, especially around grudges, because you, a lot of times a grudge is based on, you know, I really just, oh, I just hate this person, you know, person X. I just really can't stand him. He's just, oh, well, if you don't like him, why are you thinking about him all the time? So many people just, you know, they, they take the time of just letting somebody take over their life who they hate. They don't care for, they don't want them in their life, but yet there they are. They're making life decisions over the fact that this person even exists in the, in the, in the ethosphere. And because of that, so many people waste so much energy. And that, all that energy, all that weight of just because you didn't like somebody is, is, can really weigh you down and can really tire you out and cause a whole lot of problems with you. And that's why grudges as a whole are not a good thing to actually have. One, they cause undue stress because you're always stressing over, well, what if I see so and so here? Well, what if you do? You don't have to say hi to them. You don't have to go up to them, shake their hand. You don't have to say, I like you, man. You don't have to say any of that. You're having an emotional reaction that doesn't serve you. Grudges don't serve anybody. They, yeah, you once, you know, once bitten, twice shy kind of, kind of fits with everything. Even if you're twice bitten. Okay. Well, the second time you got, you got bit, that's, you know, that's actually on you. You try to trust them again and they still, you know, smacked you on the back of the head. That was your fault. So being mad at them for your own doing, again, doesn't really equate to anything to, to a whole lot of smarts in all, in all reality. So it causes a lot of problems and a lot of stress. And a lot of times that stress, well, not a lot of times those, all that excess stress, that undue stress, that unneeded stress, Cause that's where high blood pressure comes from. You call arterial sclerosis. You get, you know, all these, uh, yeah, that's the right term, hardening of the arteries. I think that's what it's called. But, um, but you get, you know, 
you may end up having, you know, some people have, uh, 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 autoimmune uh, problems because of all the stress. There's, you gain weight when you're stressed that cortisol is always running through your, through your body. And what your cortisol does is it also, not only does it, uh, is it released while you're under stress, but it also is used to tell you, tell your body, Hey, start battening down the hatches, take out any extra calories you've got and let's store them. Cause we don't know when we're going to need them again. So, and it starts packing on the pound. So you start becoming fatter thanks to the fact that your anger at, at person X all the time. Then on top of that, because you're always obsessing over this one particular person, and that's what it is, is it becomes an obsession, a grudge is an obsession. You are actually not helping yourself out mentally. You're putting your mental works under stress also. So holding a grudge is, like I said, one of the heaviest objects you will ever carry around on, uh, on your shoulders in your life. It's not something you get to see every day, but it's always there. It's just pressing down on you day in and day out. As you're sleeping, it's pressing down on you. It's weighing on your mind. And it doesn't help you at all to be able to do any type of, any type of, of work and do any type of anything enjoyable because you're always looking over your shoulder thinking that your grudge is going to pop up behind a pine tree sometime, somewhere along the way. If you're wanting to be able to be, to get, let that boulder go. Take, you know, be like Atlas and let that just shrug. Take that, let the world, uh, the weight of the world drop off your shoulders. You can do so by, in a couple different ways. One of the big ones I ever heard of was actually take the time and write down what your grievance is about this person. What is it that you're, why you're holding this grudge against this particular person or thing or, or business or whatever? Write it down. Look at it, read it out loud, fold it up into a small little, uh, little, little package, and then light it on fire, throw it in an ashtray or the, or, or, uh, the stove, you're in, in a fireplace or whatever. And just take that as I am burning up. I'm getting rid of that emotion. I'm, and just symbolically put all that anger, all that, all that pent up, you know, frustration with that person. Put it into that, into the, that note that you're writing. And then symbolically burn it so that it burns the, it, you're letting all that go. Another way is just flat out, just forgive them. You don't have to walk up to them and go, Hey, dude, I forgive you for, you know, for that, uh, for that time you cheated a poker 18 years ago. It's not, you don't have to do that. You just have to forgive them to yourself because when you, when you walk up to somebody and forgive them, that's actually a way of just, trying to make them know that you forgive them and it's not doing you any good. It's not, it's everything you here. It has nothing to do with that other person. It has everything in the world to do with you. So if you are willing to go, you know what? It's, it's in the past. It's five years ago. I, okay. It's not, I forgive them. They were, I don't know what they were thinking, but they, their thoughts were off. And so I'm just letting it go. And that kind of boils into the third way. And that's just let it go, dude. Be like Elsa and just let it go. Let it go. And, you know, however the rest of the song goes. But you just, you don't have to. You don't have to carry that weight on your shoulders day in and day out. You honestly don't have to. You can let it go. Just drop it off on the side of the road and just leave it there. 
no one's going to miss it. You're, and if, if anything, you're going to do yourself a bigger service by just letting it go because they're, you're not that your your arch enemy that that person who did you pulled a who's the center of your grudge. In all honesty, hasn't probably thought about you since the last time you saw each other. And while you're sitting there just ruminating over what they did to you day in and day out, so just letting it go frees up mind space, frees up uh, emotional actions, frees up decisions by just letting it go. Now, another way you can do it is just acknowledge that this grudge isn't serving you. And again, this kind of works with the let it go. Just go, this isn't serving me. This isn't helping me. It's not doing me any good. Why am I obsessing over it? And you're going to find yourself obsessing over it from time to time because, well, you've had years of thought about this particular grudge for a long while. Maybe it was, you know, maybe you're, you're still angry over the divorce that happened four years ago when you found out that your brother was sleeping with your ex-wife. So you're mad at your ex-wife and you're mad at your brother. And okay, maybe it's uh, justifiable in something like that. You may be angry at them. But is that anger still serving you? No. So acknowledge that you have this grudge and that it's not serving you and that you're not going to obsess over this anymore. So again, it kind of leads back over to just let it go, man. Another thing you might want to look at is try it and it work sometimes, not all the time, because we want to inject our own emotions into this. And it's actually impossible to actually know what another person is feeling or thinking at any one time. But try to walk a mile in that person's shoes. Now, I always love the joke on that is like, well, because after you've walked a mile in uh, another person's shoes, you're a mile away and you've got their shoes. But (laughs) you can you can try to see it, what it was that they were possibly were thinking. And it, it might even give you the opportunity to, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. If not, at least you understand maybe why they were, why they did something as, as wrong as what they did. And you can then again, choose to forgive them. You always have that choice to forgive and forget and that's the key word, forget. You can just let it go, drop it. Don't worry about it anymore. And yeah, it's a habit that we have, especially if we've had a, a, a grudge resting on our shoulders for a long while. It's a habit to really think about, well, this person did me wrong for this and that and those. We, I, I really should, I, I, I can't wait to actually, you know, I used to hold a real hard grudge against a first class petty officer that I was uh, under when I was in the Navy. I mean, I was always contemplating how would I be able to get, get even with him? Well, I never did and it never, never came to anything, but he, Guy was more than likely, you know, he's just trying to make sure he, he, in his own very weird and twisted way of making sure that we, I was, you know, a better sailor. And it didn't, for me itself, it just didn't work. It wasn't, it wasn't jiving with me. And so I, you know, I could have maybe have left Navy and been a, you know, a, a second class petty officer. But no, I was like, I'm not giving this guy a chance to, to fulfill his, his threats that he liked to make. And so I chose poorly. I let that grudge hold me back. So it doesn't serve you, but grudges don't work in any way. So if you are carrying around a grudge, 
why not let it go? It's not serving you. Even though your your mind is probably telling you all sorts of weird ways that, yeah, it's doing you good to do this. And trust me, man, it's not serving you in any form, fashion. And it's better if you just just kick it off to the side, roll it up, throw it in the trash can, and just forget about it. Because it's not important. You can live your life and never think of that person ever again. And think of the freedom that you would have in your life when by actually doing that. You would be very surprised as to all the doors that open the moment you let that grudge go. With that, guys, I want to say thank you again for uh, for listening. If you found anything in this uh, episode that you absolutely thought was just rock solid gold, share it out with a friend. Maybe you thought uh, you a friend of yours uh, uh, who's walking around with a grudge. Share this out with them. Send it to them via text message. All our podcast apps these days have some type of share function in them. So share it out. Share it to your friends. Send it as a text message. Put it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor. You know, whatever it is that you're that you're used to uh where your your group is. Maybe it's in all of those. Share it out and let people know that there's this uh this podcast out there called the Relaxed Mail, and it's helping men become better men and become a a more relaxed person so that they can embrace life and enjoy life and grow and become, you know, chase after those dreams that they actually are always talking about instead of sitting around on every day talking about what they would do if they had a million dollars. Maybe this is your chance. Maybe there you figure out, Hey, I know how I can make a million dollars and this is how I can do it. And you start trying to pursue that dream, start chasing after that dream, figuring out how it is that you can get all these little pieces put together so that your, that machine of your, of your goal starts rolling on its own. There's ways that you can do that. And relaxed mail can help you with that. If you're wanting to know more about that, go to relaxedmail.com forward slash brotherhood. The brotherhood of men will help you with that. If you're wanting to improve yourself, relaxed males, uh, brotherhood of men is the way to go. It will help you out. If you're wanting even higher speed uh, results and you want just a little good old one-on-one interaction, I'm there to also help you. You can actually even go to relaxmail.com and at the top you'll see what work with Brian and fill out an application. We'll sit down and we'll actually have some talks and figure out what your goals are and see how I can actually be able to help you out. So, guys, with that, I want to thank you all again for listening. If by any chance you want to do something, Go off and, and, uh, like I said, share this out for it to everybody, but you can also go to relaxmail.com forward slash pod chaser and leave a rating and review. Uh, if you're a, uh, an Apple user, I also go ahead and go to, uh, you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash Apple and leave a review there. Or if you want to go to uh, relaxmail.com forward slash, uh, Google, uh, that'll actually send you over to the Google podcasts, uh, page. I've got a lot of different ways that you can actually uh, subscribe to the show. You can uh, do so by going over to relaxmail.com forward slash subscribe. I have got uh, not only uh, not only uh, uh, um, Apple Podcasts, but you can follow me on any of those places. Uh, all the links that I have in there, you can subscribe or follow on whatever your favorite podcast app is. I'm I'm there. I'm pretty darn sure. If you don't find me, let me know. I will make sure I'm in there because there's most of them use the same 
uh, same directories, but there's a few that a few out there that I haven't never discovered, and I would love to be able to join up so that I can be on there. I'm in Aural, I'm on uh, on Spotify, Stitcher, Instagram, iHeartRadio. Oh, what are some of the others? Uh, let's see here. I'll look real quick. Yeah, I'm Google Podcast, Spotify, Android. I've got a link to, so that most Android uh, users can use because I am available for both, not just Apple. I'm available also on Android. Pandora. I'm on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. I'm on the Blueberry uh, directory, uh, TuneIn, Deezer, uh, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Castro, CastBox, Player FM, Swoot, Radio uh, Public, Breaker, Podbean, Good Pods, Bullhorn, Ghana, Hi- uh, Hypercatcher, Amazon Music, Audible, Pod uh, Friend, Podtel, Podcast Guru, Aural, Play a Pod, Podiverse, Get Podcast, and, and also over on Verbal, and many, many, many more. So, guys, you have no reason why you don't need to be uh, following the uh, relaxed mail. And every Thursday, you beginning, you'll will be getting a new podcast uh available for your for your listening pleasure. so guys with that i'm done i'm out of here thank you guys love y'all lots talk to see you next thursday so till then 